week to handle your enthusiasm. <laughs> we are sick, but oh god, the show must go on. Oh, it hurts. Yesterday, though, Haley sounded a lot worse. <laughs> so improvement today. I don't sound too sick, probably. No, you're um, not too bad. Just a little lower, maybe, than usual. A little more scratchy. But scratchy. It's how it is. But we're doing this anyway Hell because yeah. you, gotta, you guys got to get your history fixed, and we know it. We got like a thousand emails. <laughs> the history don't stop, <laughs> and they're all beautiful. We love all of them, but uh, yeah, we know you need it. So here it be. We wouldn't stop. We know. We also, know we, you need it. <laughs> we haven't confirmed who's going right now. That's <laughs> so we're both doing. I'm it going. Today. Okay, because <laughs> I'm the one who's gonna faint in like three seconds. Uh, okay. Um, you're exaggerating a little, but no, it's fine. No, uh, I'm Alexis. I'm Haley, and this is Hysterical History, a comedy podcast, mostly comedy, part history, part part this, part that, little bit of this. Your needs of laughing and also knowledge, hopefully. Yeah. Um, people have used our answers in Jeopardy. Not on Jeopardy the show, but while they're <laughs> watching it at home. Wow, can you imagine? <laughs> Someone gets a Jeopardy question right, like on TV because that's no, because I feel like those people already know those things. They yeah. don't need to listen to podcasts to learn those things. They they can't have comedy in with the learning. They have to have more concentrated yeah. learning yeah. methods. Um, we recently had someone email us who told us because of one of our episodes, they discovered one of their ancestors. Oh my, yeah. So we're yes. basically genealogical detectives. <laughs> we're basically reuniting people, orphans, with their past people. It's so true. Uh, this podcast has a huge impact, if you didn't know, on people's lives. <laughs> we might be a Whoa. little delirious this episode. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you real quick about Stitcher. So Stitcher sent us an email. And they were like, hey, my dude, just so you know, one of your episodes isn't working. Oh. A random one in the middle. And they were like, we've got you at two RSS feeds. On one of them, it's working. On the other one, it's not. Okay. okay. But because we're taking from the new one that you told us to, this episode doesn't work right now. So it's probably that RSS feed you got to fix it. So I had to download it from the one place we had it and then move it over to the other one. Unfortunately, because I was like, because of that, I was like, I got to listen to it to make sure that it like works yeah. and it's there. Um, but it, it was. What episode was it? I think it was um, Dancing Plague. Okay. So it's one of mine. But unfortunately, it was one of them where we were like testing out, trying to do two microphones that didn't work. Oh, yeah. And so like your audio is good and I sound like I'm in an echo void. Like <laughs> uh, in an, I'm in, like I'm in space. Yeah. Um, except I for I know like sounds don't happen in space, but you know. Like, you, you sound like you are in space inside a space station. Yes. And it just goes on forever. And, like, I'm so – mostly I meant I'm so far away from the microphone sounding yeah. that I might as well be in space. You're in, like, so, a, down a hallway, like, in a different room. And we put a note on that episode in the summary, like, sorry that we were trying a thing we didn't know and our episodes are going to be weird. But we sorry. had to get the episode out anyway because the history don't stop. Because you need it. You all were and, thirsty um, and we had to feed you. But I apologize. Because <laughs> it's awful. And I even, like, was tempted to try to, like, fix it. Like, figure out a way to fix it. But I don't think there's a way, really. <laughs> there's and a I way. couldn't listen to it anymore. So I was yeah. just like, sorry, here you go. Maybe it's better you couldn't listen to that one for a minute. But now you can again. You're welcome. Also, someone possibly shared our Bone Wars episode. Uh, we got a whole bunch of listens to it randomly. Which is either uh, bots <laughs> or someone shared it somewhere that people saw it and yeah. thought it was cool. So if that's you, thank you. Or if you've seen it and know who did it, please tell us. Yeah, uh, if you're a new listener, tell us where you're from. Email us, hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. And email us where you saw it if you are new. And if you aren't and you just saw it, please tell us <laughs> where it is. Because uh, we'd love to like thank them for doing that. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you stick around and listen to some newer ones. Hi, new listeners. Our audio is so much better now. It's so much better now. <laughs> you should appreciate it. We were wondering that because like, a lot of uh, the not-so-positive reviews are like, they rambled too much. And yeah. actually, we're rambling a lot in this episode. <laughs> I mean... What but we do that more in older episodes. Newer episodes are better in all ways. We're, we're trying to get to the point, 
and we're saving our rambling for a separate episode. Mm-hmm. But speaking of that, let's do it. Let's do it. History time. Happy Pride Month. Woo-woo. Happy Pride. I know. I wish... It makes me sad um, sometimes because we don't like... It's hard for us to plan out when episodes are going to go up because you have to study for a while. And so having like a schedule, a time schedule is difficult. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about you, but I'm not going to have any episodes this month that are specifically like pride related or queer related. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am working on one in general that yeah. will probably be out next month. So... Yeah, I, I wasn't going to have one, but I'm like, oh, I can have one ready. I'm going to do it. Great. I'm going to do it because I've, I've been meaning to do this one for a while. Thank you for carrying the burden for both of us. <laughs> a burden that I love we, to carry. We want to support you all and, and us, too, as yeah. queer babes of our podcast. But um, And, and I don't hard. know if, like, Pride Month is an international thing or just, like, a U.S. thing. No but idea. whatever it is, a uh, happy thing. Yep. I and mean, you can celebrate if you're international, too. Yeah. It's gay month here. It can be gay month everywhere. It can be gay everywhere. It's great. Ever taste the rainbow. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about uh, Julie uh, Dovdny. Dovdny. Mm. Is it French? Yeah. Can I see it? <laughs> no. Okay. Dovdny. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> I hope uh, I hope uh, I think it was Lorena also appreciates your <laughs> French speaking as much as mine. I mean it's hard, but then I also have a cold, so my nose is isn't working. Oh, I think it's <laughs> Julie Dobney. Wait, let me see it again. Julie Dobney. Yeah, French is stupid. I'm pretty sure. French is stupid and happy pride. <laughs> I hate it. It's gross. We're going to be talking about Julie, and I'm not going to say her last name ever again. You don't need to. We did it already. <laughs> Plenty. Uh, and she is, like, I love her so much. She is such a badass. She's a bae. And, yeah, she's bae. Uh, she's also known as Mademoiselle Maupin, which Maupin? is her... Married name and Mademoiselle because she is an opera singer. Okay. And it's traditional to use Mademoiselle instead of Madame, even if they're married. Fascinating. Uh, but she is born around 17, no, 1673. Okay. There we go. Numbers are swirling it around. Numbers are hard. The Dayquils at, <laughs> at the reins right now. Uh, to Gaston, her father, who is secretary to the <laughs> master of horse of Louis the Fourteenth. Okay. There's a lot to take There's in. There's so much happening right now. <laughs> Gaston is in this episode. Master of horse. Yep. And then Louis XIV. Got uh, it. Yeah. The horse master has a secretary named Gaston, and she is Gaston's. Which one is Sun King? That, that's this one. Is King, it this one? King okay. Louis XIV. Okay, AKA, I thought so. Yeah. Louis the Great, a.k.a. Sun King. Great. Perfect. Yeah, a little bit about him because he's kind of important. Mm-hmm. Just kind of the political atmosphere. Yeah. That allows Julie to be as cool as she is. Great. Uh, 72 year reign from 1643 to 1715. Mm-hmm. Uh, and nice and long. Kind of my, my 32nd spiel on Louis XIV is his rule is marked by uh, a concentration of. Trying to get all the nobles to behave <laughs> and yeah. wrangling the nobility yeah. to get under heel mm-hmm. uh, and, and the church as well to some extent. But this takes the form of demanding increasingly elaborate social etiquette Yeah, just to like weird degrees. Yeah, this is fancy boy time. Um, and funding public arts as a form of propaganda. Mm. Uh, so... Like, he he likes the arts. Yeah. He is just a fancy boy. But it has fortunate trickle-down effects to the rest of France. Mm-hmm. He founds the Royal Dance Academy, which falls by the wayside Hell yeah. during the Revolution. But he, mean, also, he also... No time for dancing <laughs> no when time. heads are on sticks. <laughs> no time for dancing. <laughs> when guillotines are afoot. <laughs> dancing is too bougie. Or a head. <laughs> <laughs> but he also founds the Paris Opera. Which is I mean, still around. Do it. 
And which he frequented often as a uh, dancer and ballet man. Sure. He's like, he's I'm the fan- fanciest boy. <laughs> I'm the fancy boy, and you'll do what I say. Um, he's he's a lot of like French stereotypes for like feminine kings. He is France. Yeah, <laughs> like he, it he. It's kind of a joke that he thinks that, but it's true. Yeah, he is. France. He is the stereotype of France. Uh, so. <laughs> That that's where she is. That's, okay, that's, that's where she our, be. Our, that's our political climate. And her dad is uh, the secretary for his horseman. Important. Yeah, uh, her dad also trained all the court pages. Okay, and so he uh, also taught her as um, his only child. Mm-hmm. So she got to learn all of the like how to read and how to write and how to dance. Hell yeah! And how to draw. And how to do sword I was really say, good swordsmanship. And how to do swords really hell good. Hell yeah! Oh hell yeah, girl! She getting that Arya Stark treatment. Mm-hmm. And uh, she dressed dressed it as a boy from a really early age, just running around with all the boys. I mean, yeah, like that's that's who she knows because of her dad. Yeah. Why that's, not? That's pretty good. Why not? So her dad's boss, the horse man, master of horse, mm-hmm. uh, count Mister Horse, <laughs> count. Uh, Monsieur Horse. Wait, what's horse? <laughs> crap. Monsieur Crap. It's got to be close to Spanish, right? I don't even know what Cabella? it is in Spanish. It's, I think it's Cabello. I have to look. Esquisculé or something? No, is that stable? I'm making stuff up. I'm sick. The day- ah, Cheval, of course. Ah, Chevalier. Monsieur Cheval. Ah, Comte d'Armanac. <laughs> what? what, Dominic? Hold on, say that again. What's <laughs> no, happening? You're just making fun of me. I'm now. not. I literally. You. It's because you you get non-confident to pronounce it, and then you go. Ta-ma-na-ma. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> Which it is. Which is how French sounds <laughs> to me, anyway. Uh, <laughs> See, every time. <laughs> Show it to me. No. Show me. No. Please. It's uh, my only joy in life is pronouncing French words. Uh, Count Darmanet. Count Darmanet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I refused. I'm too sick. I can't oh, do it. No. Anyway, Count Horseman. Yeah. Uh, Monsieur Seval. <laughs> Monsieur Seval took Cheval. her as a mistress when she was 14. Oh yeah, Mm-mm. yuck! That's not. It's pre-revolution. Allowed. It's gross. Uh, he found her a husband, you know, to keep up appearances, uh. and he found her the very timid Sieur de Maupin. And as soon as they were married, some accounts say like the morning after they're married. Yeah. Uh, Mister Maupin gets sent off to a just really great career in tax collecting on some far-flung territory of France. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, never seen again in this yeah. story. It's like Andrew Jackson, who, like, <laughs> sent his girlfriend's husband on a boat trip he didn't come back from. <laughs> yeah. It's like, bye. Put you on a boat. Yikes. Oh, it's great. Around the same time, though, Julie's, she's like, she gets involved with a, an assistant fencing master. Hell yeah, girl. <laughs> she's like, this Count Armandestimer, nasty? Yep. Uh, you're old news. Great. I'm on to this fencing master. I mean, and uh, if a man can wield a sword, am I right, ladies? <laughs> if you can and dodge gentlemen. a sword, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> That's right. But this fencing master uh, killed a man. In an illegal duel. Oh. So they had to flee the city to Marseille. The point of fencing is supposed to be that you don't kill people. <laughs> That's kind of the idea. Like it was supposed to replace the duels where you do kill people uh, by just poking them. Anyway, they have to flee. Yeah. And you can't uh, just kill people. And it's it's great. He's like, you want to come? She's like, hell yeah. Especially because you know once fencing's established that those duels are illegal. Because that was yeah. the whole purpose That's, of fencing. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dueling is highly illegal, and there's going to be a lot of dueling in this podcast. Yeah. In this episode? <laughs> this episode, yes. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Uh, and on the road, they uh, make a living with uh, just, like, doing fencing exhibitions and, like— People are into it. People are so into it. They make a lot of money giving, uh, like, lessons. I mean, I'm into it. She sings in taverns. She has a pretty good singing Ooh, voice. hi. She's a very talented I singer. I love me— 
I love, like, the thing about singing, I feel like, is that you don't know if anyone can sing just by, like, anything about them. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, once you hear them sing and then all of a sudden you're like, dang, girl, or you're like, yikes, dude. Um, (laughs) But it's, like, people can be, like, the least musical people in the world and then, like, have an amazing singing voice with no training. (laughs) Right. And it's just, like, secret talent. So they're, like... Laden with swords, and she's singing. Yeah. There's a story at one tavern a man refused to believe that uh, she was a woman because, you know, she's dressed as a man for uh-huh. all their traveling. Because she was just too good at the sword, Alexis. Yeah. She was still, she was too good. And apparently she removed her blouse uh-huh. uh, to prove him wrong, and the whole crowd just shut up after that. She's like, "Is my boobies. Yeah, shut up. And he's like, okay, oh, you got it. You're right. Uh, but being a swordswoman and a singer, as well as being used to wearing whatever gosh dang clothes she wants to wear, mm-hmm. she was uniquely very uh, well positioned to working for the opera. Hell which yeah. Which is exactly what she did. You go, girl. <laughs> and uh, as soon as she went and got to Marseille, she's like, I'm going to sing in the opera. And so she did. Do it. But this life of swashbuckling and just making all that mad cash and running away and having a life adventure yeah. uh, was getting her down. She's bored of it, Alexis. Mm. She's bored. And she gets tired of this fencing guy. I mean, and, yeah. And, like... It's only exciting for so long. Starting in the opera gets her some early adoring fans, including this one young woman who she's like, you're really cute. Hey. You're really cute. Yes. You're cute. By And um, we don't know the young woman's name. History okay. doesn't record it. I mean. Uh, but we do know that Julie falls in love with this young woman. Cute. And they're very cute. Yay. They're girlfriends. And uh, the girl's family sees us. You're like, that's. Not good. Oh, yeah. You can't fall in love with this woman who beats people up. Slashes her boobs at taverns and stuff. As a side job. Mm. So they send the girl away to a convent. That's so depressing. In Avignon. 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 Uh, So Julie hatches a scheme to free her lover. Hell yeah. (laughs) Girl, girl, stone that convent. Get your girl. Get your girl back, girl. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Alexis, what do you think her scheme is? Um, is she going to disguise herself as a nun? Uh, no. She's just going to kill everybody and <laughs> take her? No. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. Okay. She pretend to be a knight? Uh, so she, she enters the convent, uh, authentically. Okay. She's like, I'm here. Okay. Here's a hint. Afterwards, she's charged with kidnapping, body snatching, and arson. Ooh, she gonna burn the sucker down. <laughs> She's gonna burn it yes! down. So she enters the convent body as, snatching as well. Uh, Does that mean the body is dead? Yeah. So okay. when one of the nuns passes away, she uh, they place the body in her lover's bed mm. uh, as a, you know. To say she's to pretend she's dead, a little replacement body. Yeah, and then they set that room on fire, and they're like, "Oh, she's dead." And then they skedaddle, dude. That's a great scheme. <laughs> then they skedaddle, do it, uh, and they get away with it. It's awesome. Uh, the problem is, after like three months, the girl's like, "I want to go home." <sighs> she's like, "This is a lot." I mean, that's fair. It's really exciting and to see, like, that's a funny thing when you're, like, she's got all this, you know, at the opera and she's got all this fame and stuff and she's doing all this stuff, but she's bored. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. I'm this woman yeah. who's, like, let's have fun. And then after a month or two, I'm, like, let's go home. I, I want to lay down in my bed. I want, like, a warm meal. Yeah. I want a stable <laughs> life. Could I want, Calmness. like, my bed. Yeah. Could I have my bed? So she goes back and her parents are, like, Holy crap, you're alive. <laughs> That'd be a great day. What the hell? And they take they take it to court. Whoa. Julie's not there, but they still they yeah. try to take it to court. Uh who sentenced Julie to death in absentia. Uh to yeah. <laughs> she ain't her. Under her husband's name because the judge like can't believe that a woman could abduct another woman from a convent. Uh much Is less it abduct if they wanna go. <laughs> I mean, clearly it was abduction, <laughs> Alexis. Hello. Clearly. And they said it wasn't part of the scheme. <laughs> they sentenced Julie to death by burning at the stake. I mean, 
if you catch her. If you catch her. <laughs> and you're not. It's hard to do it when she's not here. You're not going to catch her. It's a pretty empty threat when she's not in the room. <laughs> It's like when my uh, I did the Slave Escape episode and my boy just, like, crawled out <laughs> of the building. And then they're like, hey, where'd he go? <laughs> where'd he go? And then he escaped, so whatever. Yeah, if you can catch me, good yeah. luck. Good that's luck. You, we've talked about this before. I'm like, that's one of the only, like, things that when you think about the older days, you know, and even not super far back that you're like, that would have been fun to just be able to disappear. <laughs> just leave. But it's like then also, you know, terrible murderers can just disappear. Yeah. So. You, you as, like, a good person can get away with, you know, setting a room on fire and leaving with your girlfriend. Yeah. When your parents, when her parents, like, abduct her to a convent. Right. But also, like, murderers can do <laughs> But also, too. like, serial killers can just vanish. Yeah. Not it's anymore, though. We got the DNA. Double-edged sword. <laughs> so Julie goes back to Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, journeying through I mean, the, you gotta. Journeying through the countryside. Now I'm back in men's clothing. I, I like to imagine, like, one of her first days, like, as a newly single woman. Yeah. She bumps into a young man who immediately, like, challenges her to a duel. Hell yeah. Again. Some accounts say he, like, insults her. You know, he's really uppity about it. Yeah, he's it. like, oh, you're in men's clothing. Gross. <laughs> one, one of the things I wrote was, like, not realizing she was a woman. I'm like, not realizing she's a badass who yeah. can just destroy him. Right. I Well, and I like that because, like, the implication is, like, <laughs> oh, you're a woman. Sorry. Didn't mean to insult you. <laughs> Like, that's yeah. that's rude of me. <laughs> Didn't mean to <laughs> invite you to a duel. If you were a man, I would literally murder you right now because you're a woman. <laughs> Whoops, my bad. Uh, but she uh, stabs him through the shoulder. Hell yeah. Puts him on the ground. That's a good That's a good um, fencing spot. Yeah. You get a good point right there. Turns out he's a noble. Oops. Uh, uh, Louis-Joseph Dalbert. I mean, he Lawrence. started it. <laughs> So, like, whose fault is it? Whose fault is it? Also, uh, I love that, like, you know, you're talking about her wearing men's clothes. But it's also, like, when you're traveling, like, the countryside, what are you supposed to wear? Yeah. It's like, at this time, women don't really wear pants. So it's like, is she supposed to be running around the woods in a big dress? Like, yeah. <laughs> tripping over sticks and stuff? No. Huge, huge whatever the thing you is. You gotta wear pants. Huge wig. It's just not convenient <laughs> otherwise. So she stabs the son of the Duke of Loins. Ooh. Oh, you mean Lyon? <laughs> no, Loins. L-U-Y-N-E-S. I mean, I don't know if it's Loins, but... I'm going to choose to we say can, it's Loins. We can go with it. <laughs> For the sake of comedy, it's Loins. Loins, I guess. That would be my guess. Yeah. Loins. I just... Lyon is like, you know, yeah. famous place. So that's why I was like, oh, is it this? No. No, no, he's not even that I important. I mean, that's better. Yeah. He's not, <laughs> if it was Leon, I'd be like, He's not that important. If it's a place I've heard of, I'd be like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, but. he's not. He's not that important. That's good. One of his friends stops by and apologizes to her on his behalf. That's nice. <laughs> it's like, sorry, he's an idiot. That's. I mean, when, when he's, like, dead. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, he was a moron. Uh, but it's oh, nice because she it. goes to see how he's doing. Yeah. And they become... Possibly lovers, but mm. at the very least, lifelong friends. Good. It's like, yeah, you were an Eddie's. Like, yeah, I was. He's you're a good pretty. Boy. You're pretty great. Yeah. Uh, I love this this trend of hers of like just completely destroying these men, and they become like good subby hubbies. Yeah. To her. They're just like, hey, my bad. Oh wow, you're right. You were right. Yeah. I was wrong. I shouldn't have yelled at you. Teaches you a lesson. Oh. What you got to do, ladies. <laughs> Humility. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, I have to say this. Yeah. Julie is still in her early, early adulthood. Oh, She's yeah. like 17 years old. Really? Still. That's a lot to do. <laughs> she's so... Wow. She's, oh, my gosh. Like, at 17, I'm like, I am not out of high school yet. Yeah. I haven't burned any convents not, at 17. Not yet. In, Didn't get my first one until I was 23. In Wikipedia terms, uh, she's not even into her adult life section yet. Yeah. We haven't even gotten to the juicy bit. <laughs> I was going to say, we're running through this really fast. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's... I, maybe we need to slow down, but I guess not. What else is there? No, she's 17. I feel that sometimes, though, when I read about, like, queens and stuff. Yeah. 
I'm like, you know, like I'm reading about um, Mary, Queen of Scots right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, by the time she's 16, she's like a widow and she's queen of multiple nations. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done anything. What have, what have I done? I'm not a widow yet. I haven't even gotten married. I've been in zero In operas. order for someone, to, my husband or wife, to die. I've killed zero men in duels. Yeah. What have I done? <laughs> Modern life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. What what a yeah, how stupid. All I have is this podcast. Is so like... at seventeen, she's hired by the Paris Opera. Yeah. Wow. The like world renowned Paris Opera. She's yeah. seventeen. Good for you. Now, how is this possible when she has such serious charges against her? She is disguising herself and pretending to be someone else. Surprisingly, no. Oh. Uh she calls up her uh, old friend, Comte d'Armagnac. Mm-hmm. Armagnac. Mignac. The horse whisperer, man. Uh, okay. For a favor to get the charges dropped. Oh. Uh, and he asks the king. He's okay. like, hey, so we can mm-hmm. can we get this pushed through? Uh, and King Louis XIV mm-hmm. thinks Julie is like the best thing he's ever heard in his life. Sure. He's like, this, I, I haven't heard a story this good in, I mean, her story is basically an opera. I'm like, yeah. It's amazing. Like, you are the opera. Yeah. You're the best thing. <laughs> and, like, on top of that, you're, like, an, uh, like, a thorn in the church's side. I love you. Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah. Of course I will pardon you. Hell yeah, And then girl. you can be in my opera doing stuff for me. Yes. Amazing. Yes, of course I will pardon I you. I love it. He's so amused by her, he personally pardons her crimes and lets her into his opera where she debuts as Pallas Athena, the goddess of war and wisdom. Hell yeah. Just like total like brilliant woman queer icon mm-hmm. right now. Just like yes. mm, mm, girl, mm, girl. And becomes this instant darling of the masses. Mm-hmm. They adore her. That's beautiful. Uh, La Maupin or Mademoiselle Maupin. Uh, they know all about her bisexual escapades and her affairs with women, and they don't care. They think she's just so cool. Whatever. They're like, I wish she would escapade me away in the night. <laughs> I'm also, like, surprised and, you know, happy that it's like they are actually having women performing yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You know, because for a long time it's like men do all the parts. doesn't matter. No matter what. Right. Women aren't suited to be on stage. Yeah. And now it's like, whatever. Yeah, not in opera because they have, uh, like, sopranos doing stuff. I think she sings soprano for a while. She has a break in the opera after an incident I'm about to tell you about. (laughs) Uh, But when she comes back, she introduces the idea of the Italian contra-alto, which I think is more suited to her natural voice Mm -hmm. range. Get that deep. That that deep, seductive contra-alto voice. deep, deep. That deep, deep. That Elizabeth Holmes voice. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> but you had an opera singer. <laughs> yes. But I won't do it. Yeah. They, they just don't care. They think she's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how the more artistic people get, the less they care. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the more distant from the church they get, the more like, eh. She's a celebrity. She's, like, a real celebrity. Yeah. Celebrities allowed to do whatever they want. And the, the bump in her opera career, one of them, I guess, came when the king's brother, uh, Philippe, himself, I should say, at times, too gay to function. <laughs> too, just so much. Oh, man. This boy. Oh, my God. I love uh, it. A big part of the reason the political uh, culture and atmosphere at the time is so forgiving of Julie is part because, like, Philippe is there. And, like, everyone is completely aware of his... Gay. His gay. Yeah. And he has two wives and, like, plenty of kids, which could be just, like, it's expected of him. Yeah. Uh, could be he's bisexual, but he sure. does have a, uh, a a lot of male lovers that he does really, really like. Right. And he does keep going back to them regardless of when he takes wives. Yeah. Uh, and everyone knows. The king knows. His you do mo- you, babe. His mom knows. <laughs> everyone knows. And she supports him. I know. She does. She's like, you're my beautiful little girl. I mean, he did his job. <laughs> you, I know. He just, like, that's what he He's has like, to I do. He's like, I had multiple wives and lots of kids. That's my job. What do you want me to do? What else am I supposed to do? Uh, so. Also, he's like, he's not king. 
Right. He's the king's brother. Dude, when you're royalty and you're not in charge, it's the best thing in the world. Right. Like, if anything, they're appreciative because it means that the king's little brother isn't off, like, gallivanting with foreign princesses or, or something. Or that he's, like, trying to take over or yeah. something. He's just, like, having his good time. He just wants to have a lot of boyfriends. Just yeah. let him be. It's like, what's his name? Harry? Prince Harry? Mm. Is that the one? I'm not sure. He, like, you know, because, like, whoever just got married to Meghan Markle, mm-hmm. um, it's like they don't care about what you do. Oh, yeah. Your kids aren't going to be in charge of anything. <laughs> so they're just like, yeah, marry some, yeah. you know, like, biracial American, American actress, whatever. Whatever. We don't care. We've your, already got children. Your older brother has, like, a couple kids now. First of all, it's this fine. queen's never going to die. No. Second of all. Uh, her son's definitely not going to outlive her, so we already am going to pass it to these people. And they've got kids, so it's never going to get to you. <laughs> yeah. So it's fine. But Do whatever you want. Throughout Philippe's life, he, like, openly cross-dresses, takes, like, a bunch of male lovers. Yes. Who, like, one of them brags to his first wife that he could get Philippe to divorce her, mm-hmm. which is, like, the first time that he has to, like, take a banishment vacation uh, out of the country, it's like that was a little bit too far. You mm, gotta, you gotta, much. you gotta take a break. <laughs> but uh, so King Louis the Fourteenth is not making any rules against homosexuality or any yeah. behavior because, like, that's his bro. Yeah. So the climate like, is, why? if not um, forgiving, at least forgetful. Yes. And. Uh, so Philippe invites Julie to the ball. Oh, cute. <laughs> I imagine they get along like a convent on this fire. This is the most adorable, <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, friend gay date ever I know. in history. I love it. It's very cute. Very allies. I love, yeah, I love when gays just hang out together and just have a good time and just like, and, and especially when they're not interested in each other and it's just like, nah, you're just cool. It's a good time. Yeah. MLM. WLW Alliance. Uh, so she attends the society ball in men's clothing. She dances with all the most beautiful women. Hell yeah. Uh, and one of them is this young noble woman who mm-hmm. all the other men are courting, and she kisses her right on the face in the Cute. middle of the dance floor. And this gets... All the better, like, <gasps> no, don't, don't. Right, like three different men... Miss Steal Your Girl. Uh, ...got all in a huff, and they all promptly challenged Julie to a duel. They're so stupid. Which, uh... Do they not, like, know who she is? And, like, it's illegal and you're, like, in court right now. <laughs> it's illegal and you're going to get whooped. You're so stupid. But, of course, Julie takes them out back. Yeah. Fought them all at once and beat them all. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. <sighs> like, not even a pr- not I even. And love then, it. And then she goes back inside and starts dancing again. Hell yeah. Because she's like, oh, man, she needs to be the next assassin for Assassin's Creed. And if not, I, I quit. I know. I quit. God. It was such a mistake doing a French Revolution. That could have been a good game, but they messed it up. This yeah. should be the game. No. I mean, they can still do this. Do it. Uh, so the problem for Julie is... Uh, so the first time the Sun King pardoned her, mm-hmm. it's because she was, like, doing the dirty deeds against the church. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he'll gladly pardon her for that. Yeah. But this is a crime literally in his backyard. And now she's killed, like, four noble people. Which <laughs> <laughs> isn't the best. I don't know. People if, aren't going to want to come to court anymore. I don't know if they died. But, uh, but uh, it's, they're mad. Because, like... Honor duels, they're illegal. They take the power of justice out of the king's hands yeah. and put them in the hands of, like, just randos. You don't get your due process from the king. Uh, yeah, and the power, he wants the power. That's Of like course. Whatever the like line, the thing. bottom line is that he wants the power, so this doesn't fly. So Julie yeah. has to be on the run once again, this time mm. to Brussels, out of the whole country. Bye. She has yeah. to leave the country. I mean, do what you gotta do. <laughs> I mean, did you? It doesn't stop her. She uh, casually becomes the lover of the Elector of Bavaria. Nice. You know, whatever. Who uh, eventually, kind of like the young woman who Julie rescued from the convent, is like, you know, this is a little much for me. Mm. Uh, The Elector of Bavaria has more means, though, so he tries to pay her 40,000 francs to leave him alone. 
uh, because she stabbed herself on stage with a real dagger. Oh. Uh, and it was maybe a little too much for him to handle. Hmm. I mean, if I'm her, I'm like, take it, my dude. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> no, she threw the money at the feet no. of the delivery boy, and she ran off to Madrid fuming. She's like, how dare you? I mean, take the money and go to Madrid. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Do it. Like, you know, I get that it's, like, insulting, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, why not? F you. I'm like, going to Madrid. I don't know how this happened, but somebody in one of my dating groups posted that this person that they used to, like, flirt with mm-hmm. um, randomly sent them $5 on Venmo <laughs> for nothing. Like, who they haven't talked to in years. Uh... And then she's like, <laughs> in the comments, she was like, update, we're going to dinner on Friday. Because <laughs> she was like, what's this for? And then they talked, and I'm like, sometimes it works. Huh. Well, there you go. <laughs> and she, but, but she said, like, modern romance, and I'm like, old romance, too. Old romance? I mean, except this for is... he's trying to pay her to go away. This is called courting. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite, but at the same time. Yeah. I mean, either and either way with her, I was like, take them, take it. I mean, yeah. Why not? It's yours so now. So to give you money, take it. Right. I ain't proud. I'll take I it. Know, whatever. <laughs> uh, so Madrid does not treat Julie well. Mm, she yeah. has a— There are a, a lot— they're very religious in Spain. She has a stay as a maid to the Countess Marino. Okay. But she resents the Countess so much. She's just like, uh, it's so boring. Like, as soon as I'm like, you were a maid? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even imagine you as a maid. Right. Uh, but she hates it so much that one night she's doing the Countess's hair up, you know, for like a ball. Uh-huh. And she sticks in a bunch of radishes, <laughs> like as decorations. Honestly, cute. <laughs> Honestly, really hot. Honestly, that's a Luke. <laughs> it's a Luke. Like she, Luke. she's gonna start a new fashion trend. Okay, right. If you stuck around, that maybe like next season you come around, yeah. everyone's got like pumpkins. and It's stuff like Carmen in there. Miranda status. <laughs> yeah, know? do it. Uh, but she, uh, she did it so no one else. Like, everyone can see it but the Countess. Yeah, it's, it's on the back of the head. It's on uh, the, the DL. Mm-hmm. And Julie was on the road to Paris before the Countess got back home. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Before she could come home and thank her for her awesome hairstyle that everyone complimented her <laughs> for on my so much. innovative vegetable fashion. Yeah. You're welcome. With the root vegetables, like, put in your head. <laughs> yeah. That I pulled out of the garden today. Some radishes are very beautiful. Yeah. Like the bright red ones are beautiful. The sure. kind of white and purple ones are beautiful. Right. It's just like brilliant vegetable decor. I'm fine with it. And if uh, you get hungry, just like just kind of reach, reach back. Reach back. Crunch it off. Crunchy snack. Crunch it off. <laughs> reach back. Crunchy snack. <laughs> reach back. Crunchy snack. <laughs> All the ladies are doing it in Madrid. Well, no, don't say Madrid. Say Paris, because she just came from Paris. Or Brussels. Hell yeah. Brussels. That's oh. what they do in Paris. We call this the Brussels sprout. Yeah. You pull out a root oh, vegetable no. from your hair and but eat no, but it. But nobody in Madrid wants to look like they're from Brussels. Definitely say Paris. Can you imagine, like, the balls of someone to pull a food out of their hair and eat it? Magical. Like, Whoa. Right. Like, there's no way that you would think anything bad about them. You'd be like, that's baller. <laughs> you going hard. That's legit. I'm, like, afraid right now. I'm, like, your preparedness and also your, like, confidence yeah. is magnificent. I, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> so, uh, Monsieur, the king's brother, Philippe, at, at Julie's behest, mm-hmm. asks for a pardon. When she returns to Paris, and it's granted. Mm, that's nice. The the gay alliance once again <laughs> is comes strong. To, is strong. Is strong. And Happy it can, Pride. It can get you uh, exonerated of any crime. Yeah. That you need. <laughs> she maybe killed like three dudes, but it's like cool. Whatever. That's fine. Those noblemen's families are like, it's, are you kidding? It's me? been a few months. We're over it. <laughs> We're over it. It's, oh, it's fine. Uh, yeah, they, it's fine. Don't even worry about yeah. it. So she, not even does uh, it just get her a pardon, but she performs at Versailles uh, in opera. And then Hell she returns yeah. to the Paris Opera as a contralto this time. Uh, she, it's just, it's just like a kind of like good time to be Julie. Yeah. She sleeps with coworkers of all genders. She beats up actors that are like perving on the chorus girls. See, that's what I'm saying. You need to stop dueling, even though I know you're good at it. Use mm-hmm. your fists. Yeah. 
Hurt the men with your fists. I mean, she's been doing that as well. I Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I feel like they're going to be so surprised that you're, like, good at it that they'll just do whatever you want in, like, a couple seconds. Yeah. Uh, during a spat with a longtime friend of hers on stage, she bit him so hard on his ear that it started, like, bleeding oh, on no. stage. Yeah, she goes hard. She goes, like, really hard. She's, like, Mike Tysoning this dude. Yeah. On stage, and people are like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. This is the best <laughs> opera I've ever seen. It turns into, like, WWE. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like MMA fighting up yes. there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in a headlock, break his neck. <laughs> and she does her like, whoa. <laughs> Leg drop him. Do it. Amazing. I'm into it. Uh, That's she, what everyone really wants. They pretend they want sophisticated opera, but what they want is just you to slam some dude into the ground. Know, that's, why, that's why people always die at the end of operas. They want the bloodshed. Yeah. They want uh, the drama. Julie falls really hard for a famous soprano, and uh, her advances are rejected, and she tries to commit suicide. Oh, uh, She even, like, ends up in court for attacking her landlord. She's, like, a hot mess. She's very dramatic. She's very—she's a hot mess. I mean— To be honest. And strong—yeah, like, very strong bisexual energy. Just, mm-hmm. like, super drama— Big hot mess. Yep. Violent and scared. <laughs> Violent and scared and just horny and yeah. just wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody. Anybody. Needs to be pardoned multiple times by the king of France. Uh, but the crowd still adore her in spite of or because of I was gonna say. her multiple affairs. I mean. Women, all the dueling. Yeah, I was going to say. It's her. like modern actors yeah. who like keep doing the stupid, you know, and you're Mm -hmm. like, they're insane. And then everyone's like obsessed with watching it to see when they break. They're like, what's going to happen? She's like, it's like Britney shaving her head. Yeah. Everyone's like, whoa. She is Paris's problematic fave. I read a theory about that too. Oh, a theory? That it was like, that she was doing drugs and that she shaved her whole head so they couldn't like do a drug test on her. Oh. In her hair, because I think they were going to. Interesting. So that she would lose her kids. I don't know. I don't think that's true because you no. just take your blood. But right, interesting I thought. Yeah, and I mean, if you're not in a very good mental state, maybe that's what you think you should do. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought it was just like the extreme pressure of like having to live up to yeah society and it's being like, you know what? I'm not going to be your pretty Barbie doll and just shave yeah. it off. And it might be. I don't know, but but uh, yeah, a lot of pressure. Yeah, leave her. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> leave Julie alone. Leave Julie alone. And France just. France loves a big, rowdy personality. Yeah. 100%. Like, if you're larger than life, you can do a lot and get away with it as long as you're not being rowdy at France. Yes. That's where Voltaire went wrong. Yeah. The thing is, like, the French value nothing more than people who love France Mm -hmm. with their whole everything. Yeah. Like, that's why people love Napoleon so much. When he he comes (laughs) back, they're just like, yes! Yes! My dude! Headlock! (laughs) Because it's like, I escaped exile just to be back here because I love France that much. (laughs) Yeah! Yes! I think we're, like, getting at a weird nugget of France's deep-down personality, which is, like, they want... Like, an MMA fighter. Yeah. They want blood. They want, like, a good romance. Want drama. They want loyalty. <laughs> yeah, but above all, you got to be loyal. You got to be loyal. And Voltaire, no. And Julie does keep coming back to France. Yeah. There is a French loyalty there. She is killing many French people. <laughs> but, you know, but if you are loyal to France, you will end up killing French people. Probably some of them. <laughs> At least 10 Frenchmen. <laughs> At least. <laughs> Just as an aperitif requirement. Uh, kind of winding down here. It mm-hmm. doesn't end on a very happy note. I mean, how could it? Yeah. The thing is, people with tumultuous lives like this don't die in their sleep. No. <laughs> like, they just don't. <laughs> they Like, they won't stand for it. It's why I have the calmest life I can possibly do. Because <laughs> yes. I want to die in the calm way. Yeah. And if you just don't do that many dangerous things, that's not how you die. Right. If I don't do a weird lifestyle, I won't die by, like, falling off a cliff. Yeah. If I think about something and then I'm like, that seems like a mistake. <laughs> 
like that that thing could yeah. lead to me dying and people being like, well, you're stupid, so you deserve it. Yeah, if I think, um, would someone laugh if they read about this happening mm-hmm. to me in the newspaper? Right. Maybe don't do it. I don't usually do that. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to tell you I saw a meme. I need to post it on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the handshaking memes right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was one that was um, the hands that are shaking are guillotines and um, Mount Everest. Oh, yeah. Climbing Mount Everest. Uh-huh. And it was, like, killing, like, privileged, rich <laughs> white people. Oh, no. And I was like, I mean. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Ooh, but Yes. Ooh, there are things yes. I would never do, whether or not I had the funds to do so, yep. like climbing Mount Everest, because yeah. I'm not begging for death. You don't need to do it. Yeah. And especially, like, I don't know, when she's already been suicidal before, I'm like, she's not going to slow down. Yeah. Because at that point, too, I feel like part of it's going to be like, well, something will take me out, even if I'm not doing it. Yeah. Something. Yeah. If I just <laughs> keep going. It's not like people have access to, like, good Mental health, no, or medication, no, in like the late 1600s, certainly not. No, like, uh, yeah, so we're like what 1702, 1703, okay, mm-hmm. mm. uh, yeah, there's there's a lot we don't know about her life, uh, of course, there's a lot about her life that is possibly exaggerated, right, to yeah, the realm of legend. I like to think, um, there's a lot more to her that isn't exaggerated, that she actually is just a pretty cool, uh, extreme lady. Yeah. Entirely Uh, possible. But it shouldn't be too surprising that she does go out dramatically, Mm -hmm. well, a bit dramatically, and that her downfall in the end is uh, her heart, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, But in 1703, she falls deeply in love with the most beautiful woman in all of France, Mm. who is uh, Madame la Marquise de Florensac. Okay. So, she's so lovely that even the uh, uh, Dauphin was obsessed with her to the Mm. point where she had to, like, have an extended stay in Brussels just so we could cool down. Wow. And, like, you're Dolphin, you're getting, (laughs) you need to settle down. Dolphin? Dolphin? I mean, dolphins are real rapey, so. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta calm it down. You gotta settle down, dolphin. Do you have a picture of her? Is there a picture? Um... I mean, I can. It's it's gonna look like you know, like a woodcut of a woman. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> uh, let's she, see. I just want to see it. She's so hot. Uh, let's. I gotta see. see it. I think this is her. Yeah. Oh yeah, she cute. <laughs> yeah, she cute. I see it. I get it. Yeah, she cute. I see it. And I mean, it helps that she's like fabulously wealthy. Uh huh. Uh, very well connected. Yeah. You know, a woman of influence in society. I'm sure she's got, like, and I'm not saying this sarcastically, I'm sure she has a great personality. Yeah. I'm sure she's a lovely conversationalist. <laughs> yes, well-connected. And intelligent. Uh, noble. Mm-hmm. But she met Julie, Julie, and they uh, fell madly in love with her right back. Mm. They're very cute. Cute. And the two of them, two women, lived happily uh, together for two years until... Uh, the Florence Sock died of a fever. Oh. Very suddenly. Yeah. Uh, and sadly. It happens. Yeah, this is all pre-revolution, long before the writers knew that uh, how stupid and outdated that women love women, lesbians die trope is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Julie was inconsolable and retired to a convent, of all things. Mm. I think in the same region where she burned that one yeah. to rescue her girlfriend, which is kind of funny. <laughs> I'm into it. <clears throat> she's, they're like, are you? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm like no. 33 now. <laughs> it's ages. Come. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've never. Who? Who? I can't believe someone would do that. But she uh, she retired from the opera, um, just kind of retreated from life. Yeah. Um, and it's believed she died there at 1707 at the age of 33. Of a okay. broken heart, one is inclined to think. Yeah. Uh, a lot of arm- armchair... History, psychology going on with Julie. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people think, or you know, pointing thing sociopath, but uh, bipolar sounds maybe more accurate. Sure, yeah, um, or at least something very dramatic. Yeah, maybe the, like BPD or something. Like extreme highs and lows for this poor girl. Yeah. Ah, Julie, you're so cool. You're you're just very cool. Patron saint of rad bisexuals and gay sword culture. Way and into it. 
gosh, I, I wish you were still around so you could rescue me from a convent. I also told you, right, that, like, somebody in my bi group on Facebook, they posted something about um, dual wielding, like how that's bisexual culture. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, somebody pointed out that the word for bisexual in, I think, Japanese also means dual wielding. <laughs> yes. Like, it also means holding two swords. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just like, yes. Uh, so, uh... Do you have a picture of her dual wielding? No, but, okay. um... I was gonna say, usually in fencing, you don't have two swords. Just this animated gif. Oh, it's beautiful. Of her that's really cool. I love it. Cute. Yeah. Cute. Uh, and we'll post that. It's from, uh, uh, Noelle, who, gosh, what else does she do? She does, she has, like, a really famous, uh... Noelle, I want to say Stevenson? Yeah, Stevenson cartoonist. What does she do? Da, 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 da. She worked on She-Ra and the Princesses of oh, Power. Nice. Uh, Nimona, Lumberjanes. Hell yeah. Uh, but on her Tumblr, one of the projects she had to do for school, I guess, was an animated gif uh, of Julie. Oh, that's beautiful. Like holding her girlfriend and there's like fire in the background. That's amazing. It's pretty good. I love it. So, happy Pride. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just be cool and rad. Yeah. You do you, man. You do you. Um, don't, I mean, stab, don't stab Mm -mm. people. No, no, no. No stab. Yeah. I mean, go take a fencing class. Fencing's pretty cool. (laughs) Fencing's so fun. (laughs) Embrace your, uh, your ancestry in a cool way. Yeah. In a safe way (laughs) that doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. And it's chill. No, I love her. She's great. And I kind of like that she ends up in a convent just like... Because she spends so much of her life, like, um, so dramatically that it's like, mm-hmm. you you d- you should do some peaceful, quiet time. Yeah. And there might be a bit of uh, moralizing to the story. Like, yeah. it's possible someone's kind of, like, tacked that on at the sure. end. Sure. But it, it's so hard to tell yeah. with a lot of this what's been inserted and what right. hasn't. of course. I'm just going to assume that she did that of her own free will. Yeah. Because she was like, you know what? When I was there before I burnt it down, those ladies seemed pretty cool. <laughs> they were cool. They seemed pretty chill. That was Julie. And uh, maybe don't burn down a convent today. Yeah. Don't do that. But um, 100% go for it. Rescue your girlfriend from mm-hmm. whatever nasty is happening to Hell her. Hell yeah. Take her some flowers. Go to go to a ball and get her some ice cream. Smooch a girl today. Go to the opera. Do it. Hell yeah. And bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye bye bye. Bye bye. Sexual. Bye. <laughs> Sexual. <laughs> Good. I get it. Bye. I got the joke. <laughs> bye. Sexual. <laughs>